Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Worlds of Country podcast. I'm your host, Andrew. On today's episode, Kylie Morgan joins me to talk all about her musical journey and her brand new single, Independent With You, which is out now wherever you listen to music. Be sure to go check that out. Talk to you guys on the other side. Hey, Kylie. How are you? Hello. I'm so good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for, for coming on. What have you been up to lately? You know, I've been up to a lot. Um, usually it's like, oh, you know, just chilling. But um, finally, and thank God, I am doing all the things. I actually had kind of one of the biggest weeks of my life this week. Um, I picked out my wedding dress on Tuesday. So that was a personal big thing. Uh, played the Ryman on Thursday and then released my new single on Friday. So it's going great. <laughs> that is a hell of a week, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So you mentioned your um, your new single, Independent With You, came out on Friday. So could you um, tell us the story behind that song and how that song came together? Yes. You know, this is one of the craziest stories I have about a song, only because of how it was able to be released. Um Truly, we're in a day and age where I feel like, you know, music and how it's digested and listened to is so different now. And uh, long story short, I thought this song was just too personal to release. I thought that I was kind of the only one that felt this way and didn't think that anyone else would relate to it. So I wasn't even planning on releasing it at all. We just went into the studio with my producers, Shane McAnally and Ben Johnson, and we cut six full songs. Um, Independent With You was not one of them. And after we cut all the songs, we're like, okay, well, you know, we'll get a release plan together and, you know, whatnot. Well, then I decided to just throw up a demo um, of Independent With You on my TikTok just because, you know, I'm like, ah, well, this song's never going to get released, but hopefully, you know, a few people will hear it and like it. Well, I woke up the next day and it already hit a million views overnight. And I was like, oh, (laughs) okay, well, that's cool. So I also, like, am, I have a love-hate relationship with TikTok. Like, I just never know what's going to happen no. and how it's going to work. And so I was like, well, shoot, maybe it was just like a fluke thing, right? Like, maybe it's just like it hit the algorithm or whatever. Well, I had thousands of comments and, like, ended up seeing that people were actually connecting to it. So I put up another video, and I was like, you know, let's see what happens with this one. And then we got 2.4 million views. And I was like, okay, well, I guess this is the song, and this is what people want to hear. And so... After really diving deep, I realized, I mean, like 10,000 people had already made their own videos to the song. I had like messages coming in like crazy, just saying how so many women related to the song. And it's pretty much a song about being your own independent person and living your own life and standing on your own two feet and, you know, never sacrificing any of that for love. Because usually, and how my past relationships have gone, I've either had to choose between being a girlfriend or being the independent person that I am. And so now I realize after putting this song out and now that I realize after I found my person who lets me be both, there's so many women that feel the same way and men too. And so it's just so cool to be able to do something and release a song that I never thought about releasing and here we are with thousands of millions of people being like, I got you, girl, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's wild how the sometimes the most personal songs end up being the most relatable and you would never think of it that way, but that's how it is. It's so true, you know, and I, I, again, like, when I go into a writing room, 
I don't want to get like too specific in songs, even like with details lyrically, because I just want to make sure that it's very versatile and more people can, you know, relate to it. But now that I realize the songs that are people are gravitating of mine are almost so personal that it's like, oh, um, well, I'm pretty much being like, hi, my name is Kylie, I've never met you, but here's my deepest, darkest secret, and here's my diary. <laughs> Do you tend to, to gravitate more towards the vulnerable side in your music or no? I do, only because I was told not to for so long. Um, I started this journey professionally when I was 14, signed my first record deal, um, indie record deal, and started touring full-time, and was always told when writing songs and releasing songs, you know, keep it versatile, keep your relationship to yourself, keep your personal life to yourself, seem available. Um, just all these things that I was aiming for that I thought I was supposed to be and do. But I always gravitated towards songwriting for therapy because that's what I truly started it for was therapy. And once I realized after putting out my first like very personal song, I was like, oh, no, I the more generic that I found myself getting, the less authentic that I was feeling. And that's when I realized that people want authenticity. People want you to like pretty much rip your heart out and be like, here's who I am. Cause they are like, that's who I am too. And so it's just for the first time ever, I finally feel like I know what I want to say in my music and what people want to hear from me. And it's what's cool about it is it's just me and my stories and my life. And that's what's like, it's just so relieving about it. Yeah. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, when people listen to music, they want to feel understood in a way. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, I feel like as my, like, I don't know, it's like we all have purposes, right? And we all are given talents to do things that other people can't. And I feel like why I was put on this earth was to put feelings into words that people maybe don't know how to say or don't know what they're even feeling until they hear a song and we're like, oh, that's exactly how I'm feeling. And so that's what I think is beautiful about music and writing your own songs and releasing them because you can connect to people on that personal level. So you mentioned that you started this crazy journey when you were 14. How did you um, catch the bug so young? Oh, my gosh. So I was just always a weird kid. Um, <laughs> I just, like, I, if I wanted to be an astronaut, I would want to go to space camp. If I wanted to be a gymnast, I was going to go to the Olympics. Like, I just always wanted to do the like hardest things but if i chose to do it i was all in yeah. like there was no such thing as having a hobby for me because my hobby became my life <laughs> and so i think my parents are the biggest part of that because they instilled inside me that you know if you work hard enough for it then it will it will come and my dad always told me honey you can have anything you want in the world you just got to work for it and so ever since i was little i was in love with country music my mom was a singer my papa still performs in nursing homes because he's freaking awesome in that way <laughs> and i just always knew that music was a part of my life but i was a gymnast for 10 years so that's what i focused on for so long and music was just kind of there and it was, you know, a hobby and a love, but it never became really instilled in me, like, this is what I want to do until I got my first little pink guitar at 12 years old. I played my first three chords, wrote my first song, and I was like, well, Mom, I'm skipping college, I'm moving to Nashville, because you're a music artist. <laughs> and she was like, great. <laughs> but she knew, like, when I said something, I meant it. So I kind of just went full force after that. Quit gymnastics, did injuries, dove into this, and haven't looked back since... So what would you say was your first step towards getting to where you are today? I think my very first step was coming to Nashville for the first time. That really, like, adjusted my trajectory as far as my career goes. 
Um, when I came to Nashville for the first time to co-write songs, I was 15. I had always written songs on my own, but never with other people. It's a completely different process, completely different beast. And um, so I came to Nashville and had this wonderful soul guiding me. His name's Russ Sabaton, and he pretty much heard my songs, heard my voice, took me under his wing, and just thought... He, he saw something special in me. And so I pretty much was going back and forth between Nashville and my hometown in Oklahoma um, for years, just co-writing, honing my craft, meeting people, figuring out who I wanted to be as an artist, as a human being. But I always knew I wanted to move to Nashville. It was just a matter of time. And so I was, long story short, I ended up being stuck in that record deal that I signed when I was 14, all the way until I was 19. Oh. And it was... I'm thankful for it, but I know what I don't want in a record deal, if that says anything. And so Russ kind of was my guardian angel and still allowed me to come and create and meet people. And one of the beautiful, amazing souls that I met while I was here at literally 15 was a guy named Walker Hayes. And Walker and I started writing together since I was literally like barely hit puberty god bless him for writing with a 15 year old and i just learned the people that i loved creating with finally at 19 got out of that record deal and pretty much saved all my show money that i ever made touring and put a down payment on a house because i was like i'm not going back i'm not going back home with my tail between my legs so put all the money i had on a down payment on a house moved to nashville at 19 signed my first publishing deal out here and it's been a freaking whirlwind ever since (laughs) So what would you say was, how important was it for you to find that group of people that you trust with your career and these decisions? You know, I'm sure you've heard this um, quote, but it's not what you know, it's who you You know. And that is literally the example of Nashville. Um, I will say one thing about this town, they make you earn it. Like it is, there's no fast pass in this town. And truly they call it a 10 year town for that reason. So, I mean, I'm 26 now, started coming here at 15 so i'm on technically year 11 and finally going to country radio this year you know playing on series that's in the highway getting a tour getting a record deal like finally it's all coming together now and you just got to find your champion like your my biggest piece of advice is meet anyone you can meet create with anyone you can create with because you never know which door it's going to open but if it opens the right one and the right person hears you and they champion you and they believe in you then that's the difference of truly like people respecting you and your art in this town do you feel like getting involved so young has helped you sort of navigate the business as you've gotten older absolutely i knew that i wanted to just move to nashville and i i look back at it now and if i were to have gone to college i feel like i would have been set back four years because you don't go into a publishing company and you're like, here's my degree in songwriting, sign me. Like, they don't care. <laughs> That's not how it works. And so it's really like all hands-on deck, like all hands-on training when it comes to moving to Nashville and just like writing every day, meeting anyone you can meet. And I look back now and I'm so thankful that I started so young because I'm over here like, I'm 26, but I'm over here like, hello, I'm not getting any younger. When's this going to happen? Like, I feel like I've paid my dues, Jesus. And so now I'm like, man, can you imagine if I would have waited to be grown up, quote unquote, if, you know, like to start this life? And I truly thank Taylor Swift for that one because, I mean, she started this at 16 and I was like, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And so thank God I started the so soon be real. So I would be 26 and being like, uh, so how much longer do we got? <laughs> Sometimes you just got to throw yourself in the deep end and see what you can do. Absolutely. Yeah.
So what would you say has been the, the biggest lesson you've learned in your time in Nashville? I think my biggest lesson I've learned, not only here in Nashville, but in life in general, um, I'm a pretty spiritual person. And the whole quote of when we make plans and God laughs is so real because his timing is a completely different vision of what we want for ourselves. I mean, when I was 12, I told myself I was going to be headlining stadiums by the time I was 17. Like, LOL. Yeah, right. But (laughs) that's what I thought. And so it's so easy to get discouraged and so easy to get impatient. And now being in this business for over a decade, I can see all these stones that were placed in front of me in the most beautiful way, as in like in my personal life, in my career, in my relationships, Um, truly everything to line up that I wasn't ready until this year. The music wasn't ready until this year. Like, I truly believe that God's timing is way better than ourselves and our own. So I feel like as frustrated as I get, as impatient as I get, I have to remind myself of that. Yeah, you have to remember that in the end, it'll all work out as long as you keep on believing that it will. Absolutely. One of my favorite quotes is, it will all be okay in the end. And if it's not okay, then it's not the end. Yeah. That's a great quote. I never heard that one before. I'm like, well, all right, we got some living to do. <laughs> <laughs> so on the the flip side of the, the lesson question, what would you say has been the biggest challenge for you in those years in Nashville? Uh, for a long time, it was my age. Um, me starting so young, it's, it's great, but everyone sees you as a kid, you know? Yeah. And so being able to be your own artist, you're pretty much your own boss as well even though you know you have partners you have managers you have publishers and things like that like you will get as far as you will get and it's all up to you and so I think just like being you know starting this business at 15 and being like hi my name's Kylie I'm 15 I want to be a superstar and you're like okay we'll go to high school first and let me know how that goes and then we'll talk you know and so I mean, thankfully now I'm an adult and I don't run into that problem anymore. But I think at first it was my age and then it became a little bit about being a female in country music when kind of the gear shifted into the more bro country. Um, and now it's like truly what's crazy is we're forever evolving on how people, you know, make it in the music industry. And so now even like, the Carrie Underwoods have to stay on top of their game and learn how to use all these new tools that none of us know how to use. My 16 year old sister had to teach me how to use TikTok. I don't know how to use it. (laughs) So it's like, you have to consistently evolve and just like continue to get better and learn new things or else you will fall behind. It's just how this business works. So what would you, what is the process like for you to carve out this musical style that you have now? Um, The process is pretty amazing because it's never the same. Um, My brain is always moving, always working, and sadly, usually at like four in the morning. So that's great for my sleep schedule. But I just can't like not create. And so even like in this season of my career, I'm touring very heavily and I'm not writing as much. But like I can't not write, if that makes sense. So like. When I wake up at one morning with a whole verse and chorus that I dreamt about, like, I'm going to write it down and I'm going to be up for an hour making sure that it's, you know, on my phone and in my brain before I go back to sleep or I'll lose it. And so right now, what's cool about it is I feel like I have so many songs that I want to release. Now the pressure isn't there for me anymore as of right now to feel like I have to write that next single, have to write this, this, that, because I have so many songs 
And so now I just get to write exactly what I want to write, how I'm feeling that day, a subject that I'm going through, a loss, an excitement. Um, it's truly like not aiming for anything other than just what I'm going through in my life right now. So when you go to, to choose songs to cut, how do you sort of weed out the good songs from the bad songs and then the good songs from the very best of those songs? So um, I truly like look at it as all my song babies and it's like choosing between your children. So it's like really hard to be like, okay, we're going into the studio. We can only cut five songs. And I'm like, well, I have 50 that I love, you know? And so thankfully I have my producers, I have my publishers and my management and my label to all weigh in and be like, here's our favorites, here's our favorites, which is fantastic because it's other perspectives i'm so close to these songs that it's hard for me to choose between them sometimes you have a little um, bias then, exactly yeah. i mean you can't help it it's your art yeah. i am my art and so i think it's cool to have other people that want to see you succeed just as much as you want to see yourself succeed and that way you have another opinion another perspective that you are too close to your music to see yeah that, that makes a lot of sense for sure um so we mentioned TikTok a couple times. Have you fully embraced it yet, or are you still getting there? <laughs> oh my god, it, it's like I've embraced it absolutely because it's. I mean, I released independent with you, and I cannot imagine saying thank you TikTok for <laughs> truly making this the best release I've ever had. Um, I mean, we just got like all of this the statistics back for the first three days, and it's like. This is your, you know, Spotify and all that sends you all of these um, kind of like um, just like how your music's doing. And um, it was like, this release is your most successful release yet. It's outstreamed this release by 200%. And this release, and it's like, that's crazy. It's like, who knew that a freaking social media platform would now allow, I'm going on tour, like with Nico Moon, I'm on a tour right now, and I have people in my meet and greet line being like, oh my God, I'm such a huge fan, I found you on TikTok. It's like, what? <laughs> what is happening? Like, this is crazy. But like, I'm just here for it, because as long as people get the music and relate to the music, mm -hmm. that's all I care about. Yeah, who cares how they find the music, as long as they, they find it, and it found who it's supposed to find. Absolutely, yeah. and I told my, my manager, um, Marissa, pretty much, she was, she was like, not pushing TikTok down my throat, but absolutely pushing TikTok down my throat <laughs> and being like, you have to use it, you have to use it. And I'm like, oh, there's like, like the 16 year old and like the half naked girl doing dances. Like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, that's not who I am. And I pretty much told her, I was like, okay, I'll do it. But like, I'm not, I don't want to be known for any like trend or like bad or like weird thing. Like if I want people following me on this platform, I want it to be for my songs yeah. and I want it to be for me. So I will not sell out and do something that is not authentic to me just for the algorithm, you know? Yeah. And so I just stayed true to that. And now literally people are only coming to my page to hear my songs, which is all yeah. I wanted. So that makes me so happy. Yeah. It paid off at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so um, what's next for you? Oh man, I am so excited for this year because it's like, I keep saying it's, it's the year of us. My fiance and I, um, we're getting married this year. He's also an artist, um, here in Nashville and has his team that's completely lined up the way mine is. And we're like in the slingshot and we're about to be like, let go. And I'm like, just so excited because it's all kind of led up to this year. And obviously COVID threw a wrench and a few things, but it allowed us to grow personally and grow closer to each other, which I think we really needed. And we are honestly like 
I have about five million things happening this year, but the main one that I'm excited about as far as my career goes is I'm putting out an, another EP, um, probably in June, July, uh, called P.S., which is the continuation of my very first EP, Love Kylie. And it's all the things I didn't get to say on the first EP. So subject matters, the feel of songs, the lyrics, it's completely different, but also still completely me, if that makes sense. So... I'm just excited to release more music. I'm excited to get back out on the road. That's where I thrive. And hopefully by this time next year, I will have a billion other people that know the songs. And that's my goal. I love that you're building on the name of the last EP with this one. That's that's so cool. Thank you. Thanks so much. I like those little things. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get away from it. Well, thank you so much again for, for taking the time for this. Absolutely. Thank you so much uh, for helping course. us spread the word. And just, I mean, it would be nothing without publications <laughs> to get the music out there. So thank of you so much. Of course. Have a, have a great day. You too. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you liked what you heard. Be sure to go check out Kylie on social media and her new single, Independent With You, along with all of her other music, wherever you listen to music. If you liked what you heard from the podcast, Hit that subscribe button. We really, really appreciate that. We'll talk to you guys next week on Monday. We got a new episode coming for you. And then on Thursday, so we moved to two episodes a week now. Thanks to all you guys for listening. We'll talk to you guys then.